Hello and welcome. I'm Connie Reagan-Green, and this is Prestabilius Excellence in Marketing. So I've been writing to my community about old-school marketing, and I even own several domains that have old-school marketing in them. What do we mean by old-school? Well, as you probably can imagine, it's things that we used to do long ago that are still available, but aren't so cool, aren't so talked about. There are ways to get your name in front of your target audience that you might be missing out on because you don't even give them a second glance because you're thinking of them being old school. So let's talk about a few of them. And there's so many things online about it. One thing that I don't know the last time that I did this, it's direct mail. Now, I do send greeting cards, and I send them to various people at various times, so no one will get six or eight greeting cards from me during any one year, usually two, maybe three. But that's a way to do things by direct mail. And what we mean by direct mail is that you have an envelope, and perhaps you have something in there. There used to be marketers. When I started online in 2006, there were marketers that would send, I believe Dan Kennedy was behind this for the most part back then. They would send you an envelope. It would usually be a small manila envelope, had your name and address on there, and it was lumpy. And you could feel it, and there was something in there. And sometimes it would be a marble or a rock or something like that. But then you'd open it up and take a page or two out, and it was printed on both sides, and it had great information. Recently, Nick and Kate James did something similar where they sent us an envelope and you could feel there was a little something in there. And in one of them that I got, it was a little shovel. And that really did get my attention. That was made out of wood, I guess. And it's fantastic to do this. What could you send to someone? I recommend something small, but not anything that would be sharp edges or dangerous in any way. And See if this will make a difference. Maybe you meet people at a live event. Maybe you've gone somewhere and there were 200 people there. And you really felt connected with five of those people. You exchanged cards. You wrote on the back some, a little note to yourself or put a check mark that, yes, you wanted to follow up with that person. Why not send them a card but put something in there so it's a little lumpy? This could be a fantastic idea. What about advertising in a local newspaper? Or in a regional, a larger newspaper, I used to advertise in the National Enquirer. Yes, I did this before I came online. Someone I knew had a wonderful recipe for a dessert called rugula, and it was so delicious. It really was. And I said, well, could you ask your family member, I can't remember if it was an aunt or a grandmother, could you ask them if we could sell their recipe? And sure enough, yes, I'd be excited if you sold it. So we charged, I believe it was a dollar, maybe $2. We advertised in the National Enquirer, a friend and I, because it was his family member, and people ordered it. Because I thought, well, we were spending maybe $20 to run the ad. And I thought, well, if I lose $20, okay. But no, people kept ordering it. I don't know why we stopped, to be honest. The National Enquirer has a huge, huge circulation. So that's one idea for you. What about, let's get some other ideas here. What about flyers? There are people in suburban neighborhoods, around the United States anyway, that are paid to go door to door and to leave a flyer in front of the door. They 
you know, the people that hire them are telling them where to place it. And it's people that do uh, lawns, yard service, people in real estate, all kinds of things. Perhaps you could find a place that's doing that. You could make a flyer, and I recommend like a goldenrod paper or a bright green. I don't know what they call the bright green, but some of those those colors, they're just so beautiful, like astrographics or something. So have a bright color. Do it on one side only and cut it in half. You're going to do the printing. That'll be easy enough to do. Or if you're going to do more of them, you know, take them to a local place and have the printing done. But start out by doing them yourself. And then would it be possible for you to pay for the person that's going to be going door to door to also include your flyer? And it could have information about you and what you do and your website and a photo. And it can be black and white. You don't have to do these in color. Just the paper would, would have a nice color. This could be an excellent way for you to connect with people in your community, depending upon what it is that you do. All right, let's look at one more, because I'm looking at so many lists here. There's so many things. Okay, here's one, and I've done this. Trade shows. I've gone to shows in both of my cities. I live in two cities, Santa Clarita and Santa Barbara, California. And they have shows that are home and garden shows. Those are the ones that I really think of. And you can go to these shows. In advance, you can pay for a third of a table. So it's not very much at all. And then you can stand there and you can hand out your flyer. Maybe you're going to give pins or pencils or something else like that. So much fun. And when you share a table with one or two other people, everybody takes a break for an hour or so at a time. And the two people remaining then give out everybody's flyers so you won't be stuck there all day. And many times these are Saturday and Sunday. They might be three days once in a while. But these are a lot of fun to do, and it's another way to get the word out about what you're, what you're doing, who you are what you're doing. Is it old school? Yes. Does it work? Oh, yes, because not as many people are doing it. So what else is old school that now is such a big deal? I'm going to say PLR, Private Label Rights Content. When I started online, the original people that started it, Jimmy D. Brown and Paul Evans, they were doing it. I don't remember the name of their site, but they were creating content that then people like myself, new to the online world, not a writer yet, I could purchase the content, and I knew that I wouldn't be the only one purchasing it. Sometimes they limited it to 100 Sometimes they didn't. They could sell it for years. But it was a way for me to get content that I could use on my blogs that would make a difference for me because I was just getting started as a writer. So over time, I began writing more and more and more. And finally, I actually turned myself into a writer. I'm now a published, best-selling author of more than 25 books. Did I stop buying PLR? No, I buy even more of it now. So that's something that could have gone by the wayside, but so many people saw the great value in it that they decided that they were going to provide PLR content as well. This is even something you could do. I have people that I'm working with in a group mentoring program, and about half a dozen of them now, they've created something that's a planner or a journal along with a private label rights content article that they've written. Sometimes they're going to chat GPT, artificial intelligence, AI, and getting some ideas. 
That way they have something for sale. So that's taking something that really was old school back in the day. And now, fast forward, here we are in 2024, and we can use artificial intelligence to improve upon what we already have. So I want you to think this is outside-the-box thinking, and it's so important for marketing, so, so important. What else can you do that was an old-school idea that now is future school as far as I'm concerned? And I'm talking about reading every day and writing every day. I became a writer. I trained myself to be a writer because I practiced it every day. If I had done what I had done the 20 years leading up to me coming online, it wouldn't have worked because I used to say, I want to write. I want to write. I want to write. I want to be a writer. Well, writer is ends with E-R at the end, one who writes. By writing every day, and it was seven days a week in the beginning because I wanted to do a little something every day. And I was doing 250 to 300 word articles back then. By writing every day, I turned myself into a writer. The writing improved, just like I had told my students all those years ago when I was a classroom teacher. And it was easier to write something that was longer. This made a big difference. So now this is what I want you to do. If you aren't writing, I want you to write for 20 minutes every day. Write about anything you like. Hopefully you can write something that's good for your business. I write my emails every single morning. That's kind of my morning my morning writing, and I'm thinking about it as I'm leading up to opening the computer. But I want you to write 20 minutes a day every day. Do that for 30 days and see what changes in your life. Your focus, your clarity, your writing ability, that will change. I also want you to read for 20 minutes every day. Now, I love Audible, and I like to listen on Audible, but when I do, I follow along in the book. Sometimes it's Kindle, but usually it's paperback or hardcover. I'm following along and I'm listening. So my listening and my reading is it a combination of both. My brain really likes it. It's very relaxing, and I learn many things. What do I do with the things that I learn? I write about them. So there are so many ways that you can take old school marketing and make it new for 2024 and beyond. What else? How about technology? Well, I really did start when it was old school. I was in real estate simultaneously to being a classroom teacher. And in about 1984, 85, right in there, I had a K-Pro computer, K-A-Y-P-R-O. And I loved it very much. And it cost a couple hundred dollars. And someone asked me at some point, they said, but don't you want to have a hard drive? And I said, oh, no, no, no. The, the dual floppy disks are enough for me. And they were made out of, uh, what, mylar? Those, those floppy disks that we used to put in there. So I did that. That was preparing me to have a different computer later on. And within a year to two years, then I had a Hyundai computer. And it was a desktop computer. And that computer opened up the world to me in a way that the K-Pro wasn't able to. So I went from old school, where people said computers, no, no, they're to be feared. Just like AI, many people are fearful of AI. I think it's common for people maybe to want to take a look more closely before they get involved with something. I understand that. 
But I took that early technology, and when I finally had a printer, it was a nine-pin dot matrix. <laughs> finally, I had a 24-pin dot matrix, but I started with the nine-pin. So technology has come a long way. I talk to people occasionally that say, well, I think they've invented everything that's going to be invented. There couldn't possibly be anything new coming. And I usually just nod or smile or say something, but I don't believe that's true. If that were true, then everything that all of us did 20, 30 years ago would be the same, right? But it isn't. We have great things now. So when you are dealing with your target audience and you want to network that with them, networking will never go out of style. You want to connect with them on a regular basis. Meet people where they are. What I mean by that is some people like to read. Some people like to listen. Some people like to watch, like a video. Some people like a combination, like me. I like to listen and read simultaneously. It's my favorite way to consume information. So when you're creating something for people, do it written. You can then give it to them as a PDF download, portable document format. You may want to also create an audio. That would be an MP3. I'm doing a podcast right now, and I'm doing an audio podcast. So the output from this technology is an MP3 file that then gets uploaded to Apple Music. So you can do something like that where you talk. I spent some time last year, I guess, doing a sh what I call the share, and I would read the email before I sent it out to people, and I would send them the link to the MP3. I'd say you could read or you could listen to this, and they like that very much. On Medium, and I'm Connie Reagan Green on uh, Medium, they've had the audio available for a few years now. So I tell people they can read, and I tell them how many minutes my Medium article might be, or they can listen to that same article. For video, that's an MP4. You can go to YouTube or Vimeo. I'd love it if you'd subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash Connie Reagan Green, all one word, all no, no spaces in the middle. So old school marketing, I won't say it's making a comeback because it never went any place. But the truth is there are things from the past that you're now doing maybe slightly differently in the future or you're going to go back and do them the exact same way, like the direct mail. That's an excellent example. Thank you so much for being here. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'm Connie Reagan Green. Connect with me on Twitter slash X at twitter.com slash Connie Green, or go to my main site, ConnieReaganGreen.com. Reagan is R-A-G-E-N. It's a misspelling of King Lear's daughter. I would love nothing more than to connect with you.